smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast many people plan or want to buy a home early in life however today people are flexible versatile resilient and responsive to change so while working from home or even job has become mobile one can easily move from one city to another or even go abroad for career opportunities so the moot question is whether it is good to buy a home early in our careers or later when one's finances stabilize or have a family hello everyone i'm navneet dubey from means personal finance team today in the second episode of financial planning we will discuss a topic which is quite common to all of us and that is is it a good idea to buy a home early in life to answer this question we have invited suresh sadagopan He is a managing director and principal officer at Ladder Seven Wealth Planners Private Limited. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. Hi Suresh, welcome to the second episode of Financial Planning Series. Uh, today we will discuss about house buying decision. In that context, our listeners would like to know. is it a good idea to buy a home early in life yeah that's a good question lot of people actually want to buy a home uh, pretty early in life in fact i hear lot of uh, 20 somethings uh, saving towards buying a home so in my opinion uh, it may not be such a great idea to buy a home so very early in life the reason being most of the people uh, tend to focus on their careers and today being uh, i mean uh, the age of being very very mobile in one's uh, career so it may take one from one city to another city to another city and some of the people even go outside the country so if one is actually uh, i mean putting all that they have and take a loan and buy a home it will actually prove it can actually prove to be a liability which we have seen in many of our uh, clients cases so it may be a far better idea to stay uh, closer to the place of work as long as you are working as long as you have an intention to take you wherever the career takes you and then at a later point in time when you have an intention to settle settle in a particular city or town so at that time you can actually take that call and buy the till that time i would suggest that you keep saving the money and okay. be ready for buying the home at some future point in time so so when should one ideally buy a home what is that particular age yeah so there is no particular age so what i would say is that uh, uh, we all come to a particular point where probably uh, we are married and we have a family and the children are studying and we know for a fact that i don't want to disturb my family any longer i mean they will be in the the same place but i will be uh, probably taking a call and moving or i have already taken decision that i will not pursue any opportunities outside of this particular city so once that clarity comes in at that time if you buy a house there is no problem there is okay. another point which needs to be considered that point is see if you want to buy a home that home should be uh, what will be suitable for your family suppose there is a family where uh, apart from uh, i mean your spouse and kids suppose the father mother these people are there you may probably want to have a three bedroom or a four bedroom kind of a home that is what will be comfortable early in life comparatively early in life if you want to buy a home that may not really be feasible because i mean a three bedroom four bedroom house can actually cost a lot 
so uh, it is a much better idea to uh, probably rent a home which is suitable rather than somehow uh, try to buy a home uh, which is not really suitable at all and try to stay considering that uh, thinking that it is my home actually for most of the people it is not their home at all it, it is the loan uh, providers uh, home actually i mean we That's tend to pay maybe 20 25% so there is no sense in actually saying that this is my home and uh, staying in an uncomfortable home and wh- and what if like uh, if parents already have a home in some or the other city and you know people are moving out for just employment in that case if somebody is have a house wherein their parents live so should they i i think of buying a home in future or they should uh, i mean after their work gets over after their retirement they should go back to their home Uh, so so i mean uh, there could be multiple answers to this so if uh, the parent is staying in one place and you have grown up in that one place in that uh, town and uh, your work takes you to another town so uh, most probably the answer is what i gave you earlier also like i mean if you should be ideally uh, by, you should ideally be on rent uh, somewhere near the office so where the commute and daily life becomes easy okay now uh, after uh, after your career if you want to settle down in the same town that we don't know right i mean because uh, typically a career is maybe 30 years or more so in that 30 years where all you will go whether you will really like a particular place and you may want to settle down there uh, we don't know where your spouse will be children uh, get educated in some place they take a fancy to a place so really speaking we don't know uh, where we are actually going to settle down uh, truly speaking just because we have a house uh, of our parents in some town we cannot really conclude that we may probably go uh, to that town maybe it can happen but even assuming it happens uh, the house in which you have grown up which your parents are having uh, at one point in time it would have been fine but uh, after 30 years if that home is still there uh, that may not necessarily be a great home to go back to right yeah or there will be lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of repairs and uh, yeah, i mean changes true. that you will have to make so those things are there so we will have to check out all that and then take a call okay so like what are the considerations that one should keep in mind while buying a home uh so first and foremost i would say i mean uh, the home that you can afford is that the home that will be really comfortable for your family so this is the first thing that we have to ask ourselves and the and second that thing too, is that too whenever you are planning to buy i mean no? exactly so even assuming uh, at uh, maybe 38 or 40 you have uh, an intention to settle down in that town uh, like you said so at that point also you will have to ask that question will i be able to afford a home which will be actually comfortable for my family if the answer is no even at that point in time there are two choices before us one is you uh, i mean you are willing to go out into the far flung suburbs and buy a home which is suitable to you which means that probably you may have to commute other people will be at least uh, comfortable in a home uh, i mean which is largely suitable to the family uh, the other one is i mean probably you will have to uh, delay the buying decision or buy a home where all the people are willing to make those accommodations which are uh, i mean which we have no other choice but make that those accommodations okay okay so like what percentage of home cost should one bear and how much loan should one take as per their yeah, salary so uh, yeah so typically i mean ho- when when you actually buy a home uh, typically most of the people uh, most of the uh, loan providers expect a 20 25% upfront i mean there are some people who will expect only a 15% upfront but take it as 20 to 25% but uh, 
as per what i had said i mean if you are going to buy a home slightly later in the day the amount is go, uh, slightly later in your uh, career maybe at 38 or 40 or something like that then the amount of money that you should be uh, you should be willing to put 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 down should be maybe 40 50% or uh, even more uh, for okay. most people if they have saved appropriately till uh, that uh, for for maybe 15 18 years that should actually be uh, possible and then balance they can take a loan and they can uh, uh, they can buy a house of their choice uh, yeah, but a lot of it really depends on uh, which part of the country they live in Uh, if they happen to be in mumbai it is the toughest to buy a home in uh, mumbai it's all in crores here uh, comparatively if you are in a comparatively uh, tier 2 town or some other uh, place uh, even you, you will get a very big comfortable home well under a crore so it all depends okay so like is, is it a good idea to keep prepaying the home loan uh, so uh, i think that is also uh, there is no straightforward answer here so it's the answer is going to be nuance okay. um so suppose uh, somebody has a home loan and they wanted to buy a house and they have somehow squeezed themselves they have bought a house now what happens is they are feeling the pressure they are also uh, on a month to month basis and they are also uh, not very happy with themselves for having taken such a huge loan and it's a burden on their head so if they are feeling like that and if uh, out of their income say maybe 50 60 or more is actually going to us just servicing the emi it may be a good idea for them to consider prepaying the loan uh, because uh, they will feel the stress uh, on a year on a monthly basis uh, it is uh, uh, it is probably better to stay on a lower uh, emi trajectory and whenever they get a bonus or excretia or something like that prepaying may be a better idea the other point uh, which i will generally say is that prepaying a home loan is uh, if it is uh, if it is at a certain uh, decent level uh, where you can easily service it's not such a great idea prepaying a home loan the reason why i say that is uh, uh, currently if you go for a home loan it may be 8 and a half 9% currently uh, see the point is if you actually take into account the uh, benefits from the home loan it may probably come down to maybe 7 and a half to 8% Uh, 7 to 8% uh, or 7 to 8% is not really such a huge interest that one is paying in fact this is the lowest cost for any loan that you can ever take so so when we know that it is uh, a low cost loan number one uh, you don't have to stress yourself uh, by prepaying and probably that can potentially impact other areas of your life the second thing is if there is a surplus which is available with you you can potentially invest that and that can potentially give you a higher return than the 7.5 or 8% which you are uh, effectively paying for the home loan so uh, prepaying the home loan may be a great idea if it is really stressing you out if you uh, if you feel mentally stressed because there is a loan on your head so in those kind of situations prepaying a home loan is a good idea normally i would not suggest prepaying a home loan unless it is really a stress for you okay okay as you said like uh, one should uh, ideally be on rent unless until they have you know standardized their place and where have their where they have to live and all so in there's one question so what is the right time to buy a term insurance suppose uh, somebody is having a family but has no liability and doesn't want to buy a home for next 10 15 years so is it good to buy term insurance at that point in time because home loan is something which is the most Uh, considered thing when buying a term insurance absolutely so uh, uh, 
see when you have any kind of loan whether it is home loan or education loan or any other loan uh, if the person were not there if the person passes away uh, that liability will come on the family yes. so that is why we uh, we need to uh, take a loan now there is a completely different aspect to it which we also have to uh, consider that is if there is a family uh, which may include the spouse and children and parents probably okay then uh, if the person who is the main income earner is no more then that family will have to be sufficiently provided for see normally there are three pillars which actually takes care of the requirements of the family one is uh, the assets that a person uh, has created uh, the investments that one has and uh, the third pillar i mean normally at the beginning of the career these two pillars will not be very strong so it will become stronger and stronger as we go along but uh, in the initial phases these will not be strong and that is precisely why we require insurance so okay. to take care of the entire life requirements and the goals of the family uh, term insurance is absolutely necessary term insurance is even more necessary at the beginning of the career rather than the end of the career because uh, by the end of the career typically they would have built enough assets and uh, enough uh, they would have they would have enough investments to take care of the family's uh, requirements at the initial part of uh, initial part of their uh, life they require a term insurance to take care of the family's requirements and goals so for that reason you have to buy a term insurance even if you don't have a home okay so my second question on insurance is like should one take mortgage redemption insurance too yeah uh, see typically most home loan providers actually uh, insist on a mortgage redemption insurance uh that is because they want to make sure that if the person were to pass away uh the balance amount which is uh, uh pending from that particular loan taker uh will be available to them and uh, they can close the mortgage so they insist on a mortgage redemption insurance but uh, mortgage redemption insurance and they tend to add that mortgage redemption insurance premium also in the loan amount but mortgage redemption insurance is not the best choice for uh i mean taking care of this particular situation and i'll tell you why so in the case of mortgage redemption insurance suppose somebody has taken a 40 lakh loan as and when uh, this person keeps on paying the emi uh, the outstanding loan amount keeps coming down so after 5 years uh, the outstanding amount may be 36 lakhs after 10 years it may be 25 lakhs and so on and so forth so yeah. what happens is the mortgage redemption insurance only covers the uh, exposed amount which may be 36 lakhs or 25 lakhs or whatever it may be there is nothing that is going to come back to the family at least uh, one good point as far as mortgage redemption insurance is that the liability will not fall on their heads so that is a good point what i would recommend is a simple term insurance so if uh, somebody has a uh, loan of 40 lakhs if they simply take a uh, term insurance of 40 lakhs or more the term insurance does not reduce uh, like a mortgage redemption insurance suppose you take a 40 lakh term insurance the term insurance level will be at the same 40 lakh level throughout the tenure which means okay. if a person were to pass away after 10 years and the exposed amount is let us say 25 lakhs they will have enough money to pay back the uh, pay back the loan and 15 lakhs they will be able to even retain and if you look at the term insurance premium on mortgage redemption uh, insurance premium also uh, term insurance is uh, better because mortgage redemption suppose you take a loan for say 20 year period they are assuming that you are going to keep the mortgage for 20 years whereas if you actually look at the indian situation most people tend to prepay so they are taking a premium for 
20 years whereas you may actually prepay in uh, say 10 or 12 years so from every point if you look at it mortgage redemption insurance is not the best choice a simple term insurance for an appropriate amount for covering the loan and for covering the other liabilities including the requirements of the family and the and covering their goals is what one should ideally do. okay so like uh, our listeners should understand the importance of term insurance whenever they are thinking of buying a home they should have a term insurance yeah sure yes okay Absolutely. my last question to you is like is it a good idea to buy a home to get a regular income in form of rents which is getting more popular these days amongst yeah, millennials yeah. yeah so there are a lot of people who uh, tend to think that uh, buying a home and giving it on rent is uh, actually a good idea uh, the short answer is no it is not such a great idea okay uh, i'll tell you the reason so if you actually look at anywhere in the country uh, your gross rental yield. So let me talk about what is a rental yield. Uh, the rental yield is suppose the house is uh, valued at let us say one crore. Uh, okay. So suppose you are getting let us say uh, thirty thousand rupees of rent per month. So your gross yield uh, from that house is three point six lakhs per annum. So we can say the gross yield is three point six percent of the current value of the home. Yeah. Now, 3.6 lakhs looks like a good uh, sum of money from 1 crore, okay. So there are, uh, I mean, a few problems there. Uh, problem number one is that even if you put in a bank FD, you will be getting maybe 6, uh, six 7, 7.5 lakhs from that, a simple bank FD. Because, I mean, you will have to compare like with like. If you had 1 crore, what is the best, uh, uh, best investment that you can make? So here you are getting 3.6 and there you are getting let us say seven uh, lakhs so fr- to start with itself it is uh, giving you less uh, less money now look at the other things as far as the home is concerned as far as the home is concerned you will also have to pay society charges typically in many cities society charges is borne by the homeowner okay yeah, and if it is borne by the uh, person who is renting out the house uh, then uh, automatically the amount of rent that they are willing to pay will come down because from their point of view uh, the society charges which they have to bear they will also count that and accordingly uh, uh, I mean come forward to pay the kind of rent that they want to pay so because of that the rental will come down so uh, long and short of it is that 3.6% is actually a very very good rental yield if you look at it in lot of places you will get much much less maybe 3% or 28 2.5% at the gross level now the society charges if you were to take into account that is something that you have to pay property tax is something that the homeowner has to pay uh, and uh, any other uh, municipal charges if there are any like uh, say maybe water and other things all that uh, one has to pay any repairs uh, which are there at the building level if at all as and when it comes up that uh, the owner has to bear and most importantly if you are having another source of income like uh, a salary income this will get added to that that uh, whatever three lakhs four lakhs whatever you are going to get is going to add to that and you are going to pay the full income tax so if okay. you were to look at it the actual amount that you are going to retain will be 50 percent of the amount that you are get, getting as rent or less and i'll add two more points the other thing is um, there are going to be periods when uh, when the the house is not on rent it happens a lot uh, with homes where a person has been there for two years three years and uh, after a particular point the person says now i want to go okay so now the person goes 
uh, then you will have to there will be certain repairs and painting yeah. and all that so you will also be spending certain money on that then there there can be a period where the house is vacant for 3 months 4 months 6 months whatever and then you will also have to get hold of a broker who will also charge some money to get the next uh, tenant so i mean there are there are quite a few things if you actually add everything the actual yield to you will be maybe 1 and 1/2 to 2% that's all so it's not a great idea to actually uh, look at a regular income because most of the time it will be regular but there will be periods where there will be no income because the house is not occupied and the actual income that you are actually getting is also pretty low and the hassles are too many especially if the house is in one part of the country and you happen to work in another part of the country you are an absentee landlord and that adds to the problem so uh, long and short of it it's not a great idea to have uh, multiple properties given out on rent though on the face of it it looks like a great idea okay okay thank you so much suresh for your valuable most welcome that brings us to the end of our episode if you would like to know more or make suggestions of a personal finance topic that you want us to cover you can reach out to me on twitter at @amnavneetdubey thank you for tuning in see you in the next episode this was a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hd smartcast